Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive deep into the tools, laws, and yes, processes that you need to scale and grow your people processes. I'm your host, Rami Alijil, and I'm the CEO of People Processes. My company helps organizations all across the United States streamline, optimize, implement, and revolutionize their HR operations. We've helped hundreds of companies, thousands of HR leaders across the world get their people processes right. Today, I'm excited to dive in a little bit into a new Trump Department of um, uh, Labor, Health and Human Services regulation that talks about insurance regulation. How fun, how sexy, how crazy. But this insurance regulation is a little different. It says that insurance companies are going to have to disclose how much you will pay for a service before you get it. Whoa. Before we dive too deep, I just want to ask you to please subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much any podcatcher you like. We're there. You can also subscribe at peopleprocesses.com, which is what I love, because we give you exclusive subscriber-only content on there, like our new onboarding checklist for 2020 with updated information about the W-4. Pretty cool setup. Check it out, peopleprocesses.com. All right, let's, let's dive right into this thing. So what is Trump doing? Okay. On November 27, 2019, the U.S. Department of Labor, Health and Human Services, and the Treasury jointly issued a proposed rule. That rule is actually linked on the peopleprocesses.com website if you want to read it in depth yourself. That rule is going to require group health plans and health insurance issuers in the individual and group markets to disclose price and cost sharing information upon request to participants, beneficiaries, and enrollees, or their authorized representatives. So that means your actual plan participants, your employees, their spouses, and their kids, if they ask. The proposal would give consumers real-time, personalized access to cost-sharing information, including an estimate of their cost-sharing liability for all covered healthcare items and services through an online tool that most group health plans and health insurance issuers would be required to make available to all of their members and even in paper form at the consumer's request. (laughs) Good Lord, I can't even imagine. Maybe that'd be a two-week process to get a letter in the mail or something. This is going to help consumers compare costs between specific providers before receiving care. So imagine, you know you need a knee surgery. Rather than knowing your deductible and you're out of pocket and assuming, all right, well, this is going to max it out, or maybe it'll be less, or hey, my doc said it'd probably be around three grand, and then trying to figure out what that would mean, you could use the online tool, look up specific pre-negotiated rates with specific carriers or with your insurance carrier with specific providers, and get an actual estimate of what you would pay given your deductible spend so far, your max deductible, your max out-of-pocket, your co-insurance rate, and their negotiated rate with that provider. It would allow you to shop providers. This could be huge. Together, the the agencies concluded that the additional price transparency efforts are necessary to empower a more price-conscious and responsible healthcare consumer, promote competition in the healthcare industry, and lower the overall rate of growth in healthcare spending. Look, I don't care what your politics are. Healthcare spending has gone crazy for a long time, really since the mid-2000s, before Obamacare, though Obamacare really added some costs in there too. 
Uh, it's been a rough thing. And one of the reasons is that employees and just consumers in general can't shop. You, it's it's like you went to Best Buy and you had to just trust the Best Buy guy. You're like, I want a TV. And then he goes and picks it for you. And you can't go compare that to Amazon. And you you don't get any pre-estimates. It's just price transparency is going to be a, if, if this is able to be implemented, which no guarantees, um, but if this rule is able to be implemented, it is the first true movement to lowering the cost, the true cost of healthcare in this country. Uh, not what people pay individually, not what companies pay, not what insurers pay, but just the overall cost. So everybody benefits uh, that I've seen, at least since I started in this business about 10 years ago. The proposed rule includes two approaches to make healthcare price information accessible to consumers, allowing for easy comparison shopping. So these are the two things they're going to do. First, each non-grandfathered group health plan or health insurance issuer offering non-grandfathered health insurance coverage in the individual and group markets, so basically everybody who's not on like an old plan pre-2013, would be required to make available to participants, beneficiaries, and enrollees personalized out-of-pocket cost information for all covered healthcare items and services through an internet-based self-service tool and in paper form upon request. For the first time, most consumers would be able to get estimates of their cost-sharing liability for healthcare for different providers, allowing them to both understand how costs for covered healthcare items and services are determined by their plan, and shop and compare costs for healthcare before receiving care. Second, each non-grandfathered group health plan or health insurance uh, offering non-grandfathered individual coverage would be required to make available to the public including stakeholders such as consumers, researchers, employers, and third-party developers, the in-network negotiated rates with their network providers and historical payments of allowed amounts to out-of-network providers through standardized, regularly updated machine-readable files, i.e. big giant databases that I can turn into proposals. This would provide opportunities for innovation to to drive price comparison and consumerism in the healthcare market. That would be huge. Knowing what the usual and customary out-of-pocket spend is, is a, is something that's nearly opaque right now. Even for someone like me, who's in the industry quoting hundreds of companies, working with hundreds of companies every year. Being able to see the actual, like you would get a proposal and be like, this is your deductible, your out-of-pocket maximum. And here's a sampling of negotiated rates for providers in your area. That makes a huge difference. That makes a huge difference. In conjunction with the proposed rule, the DOL posted three appendices to its website. The model notice, proposed data elements for the negotiated rate machine readable file, and proposed data elements for the allowed amount, that's the out-of-pocket, or the out-of-network stuff in machine readable files. So they actually said, not only do we want you to do it, here's the notice we want you to put out, and here's how we want your data to look so that everybody can read it. Those came out. That's the big news for you as a consumer of healthcare. Now, there's a couple of other little things. Um, They changed up how the MLR works, the the medical loss ratio, basically saying if you can provide information that lets people save money, the insurance company doesn't have to necessarily rebate that as an MLR. Uh, They can split it with the, uh, the consumer. So, Basically, it, it frees up a little bit. Like the right now, most MLRs are eighty percent. So, whatever dollars come into the insurance company, eighty percent has to go to, to spend on uh, actual medical payments. 
This is saying, look, if you can actually lower the cost of health insurance and people are using these tools, we'll let you go a little bit above 80%. This gives an insurer the incentive to make the system good instead of some just you know crappy website that no one ever uses because no one can ever find it. When they do, it doesn't work. We don't want that. So it also provides an incentive knowing that a lot of this cost of publishing this information is going to disrupt insurance services. It provides an incentive that says if you do it well and it saves people money, you can make a little bit more too. Now, when would this start? All components of the rule would be applicable for plan years beginning on or after one year after the finalization of the rule. So the rule is not final yet. Uh, Comments are due on or before January 14th, 2020. So if you really think about this and you want to comment on it, we'll have a link to our website where you can actually go online and comment uh, to the federal government, Department of Labor, the Joint Task Force on this and tell them what you think. Uh, Those comments are going to be up. uh, You can do them up to January 14th, 2020. And then after that, uh, there's normally a 90-day review period, and then the law would go into effect unless they revise it. If that's the case, then by 2021, we could have this kind of transparency. It would be a game changer, an absolute game changer. So, you know, wherever your politics are, I got to say, I'm super excited about this. I think it would give us so much more information going in. So keep an eye out. If next fall you renew, if you're a January 1 renewal, so not 2020 that we're already done with, but 2021, keep an eye on this because your 2021 proposal may be completely different. And if your broker isn't necessarily providing that information to you, you want to shop around, take a look around, because this could be the biggest deal in terms of selecting health plans in a long time. My name is Rami Alijil. I'm the CEO of People Processes. We help companies all over the U.S. with things like onboarding, payroll, timekeeping, and, of course, employee benefits. We can help you find and select the best plans uh, for your organization, communicate them, enroll them, handle all the paperwork, and talk to each and every one of your eligible employees with one of our licensed benefits counselors, whose only job is to help employees understand this stuff. If you're interested, drop us a line at service at peopleprocesses.com or at peopleprocesses.com. You can book an appointment directly. We'd love to help you out there. In the meantime, it is time for you to go out there, have a great day, and get your work done. Thanks for listening.